I hope you had a long, great Thanksgiving weekend with your friends and your family, and I hope you had a lot to be thankful for. We had a great weekend here in the AJ family. We ate a lot, and we're still eating a lot, and it is a lot of fun, and I'm not looking forward to going back to work tomorrow. But from the Wealthy Idiots, I want to thank you for all of your support, your likes, your subscribes, everything. It's been tremendous. It's been a lot of fun. So that being said, let's get into it. Hey everyone, my name's AJ and this is The Wealthy Idiot Show. Before we go any further, please make sure to destroy that like button for the YouTube algorithm. It helps us out tremendously and we can try and spread our message of financial peace to as many people as possible. This week, I stumbled upon a video from Dave Ramsey. I know that's a big surprise, but I couldn't really believe what he was saying and I feel like I understand exactly what the caller is going through. The video is called I'm in the middle of the baby steps and I've lost traction. This is a quick video, so I probably won't pause it too much, but let's take a look at what he has to say and, you know, talk a lot of smack about it. Randy's with us. Randy is in Cedar Rapids. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. I appreciate y'all taking my call. Sure. What's up? Hey, so I've been following y'all's program for a while now, and I'm, we've gotten to the point where I'm in uh, baby steps four, five, and six, and... Which ones were Baby Steps 4, 5, and 6? Let's look that up real fast. Baby Step 4, invest 15% of your household income. Baby Step 5, children's college fund. Baby Step 6, pay off your home early. Okay. Sorry about that. Let's keep going. I'm just not really feeling traction. And so my question for you guys is, uh, is, there, is there something that I'm missing? I don't want to be just reactive to things, but proactive in some of this. Um, so we have... What do you mean you're not our, feeling traction? Like, it's been a couple of years, and, like, life keeps hitting us. So, like, for example, we had uh, what's called a derecho, which is basically an online hurricane of sustained winds of 180 miles an hour. So some stuff on an old house that insurance wouldn't cover that we had to prepare. Um, we had two babies in the midst of this journey as well. So uh, saved up for those and paid cash for all those things. Uh, we now have paid for paid cash for both of our reliable cars now that we've upgraded so how old are you um, we've been investing uh 27 sir wow you're killing it dude this is called life and you're winning it yeah i mean i missed the part where you're not getting traction <laughs> what are you talking babies, about babies paid for storm repairs i mean you you know you're rocking this it, we just we've been investing you know 15 20 percent now for for a couple of years and your house paid my for wife, ross so here they are missing the question again. And what he's trying to say and is that he's done everything to this point. He's paid off debt. He's paid for everything in cash to this point. He's investing is what he's going to say now. And um, he's not seeing like the wealth increase. That's what I'm guessing. He doesn't really get to get there because Dave keeps cutting him off. But I think what he's referring to is like, hey, like, you know, we're not really you know, moving forward wealth wise. And that could be just because of the time that we're in right now. Uh, let's keep going. And then I can comment on that after. Uh, not quite. So that's, then that's, you should I not be doing the 15%. Yeah, you should, you should be investing like crazy right now. If you have a low interest loan on your home, putting your money into your home is incredibly dumb, right? Like the, everything is on sale. The economy is on every bit of cash that you can muster right now should be getting invested if you can, except for your emergency fund. That's about it. So don't pay off your home. Don't worry about that. It's not a big deal. You can pay off your home later if you want to. 
uh, we have two, uh, five years left on our Yeah, you should be doing 15% at Baby Step 4 under your house. No more, not 20. Gotcha. So dial that back. And so you're going to have a paid-off house when you're 32. You know who would trade places with you? So he just said that he will have a payoff house by 32, and he's investing 20%. And these guys, like, it just went right over their head. Look, um, Randy? Yeah, Randy. Look, Randy, stop paying your house down and invest like crazy. That's all you got to do. If you want to see some gains, let, let's do that, and you're going to see traction real quick. Yeah. Let me, let, hey, let me, let me, in all honesty, let me tell you what I think it is. You thought it would feel differently. He, maybe, but again... Maybe he's looking for some investment traction. He's not seeing it. And everyone I've ever sat down with, whether they are multi, multi, multi millionaire or they're a pro athlete, or they thought that there would be this resolution that suddenly dad would text out of the blue and be like, hey, I have never called you and told you I'm really proud of you. I want you to know I'm proud of you. That call's never coming. This is an interesting response because when we critique Dave Ramsey videos, a lot of times we talk about how paying off your home is a terrible idea investing makes more sense and dave ramsey will say like forget the numbers yeah technically it makes sense but there's risk involved and you're not accounting for the risk even though we've you know produced episodes of our show explaining how to account for the risk and how to have backup cash and everything but he's saying you're not accounting for the risk and he and he says the difference between having a paid off house and holding on to your mortgage in your house is the feeling you feel less stressed you sleep better at night you say it's better for your soul. And then here we are, we're listening to them right now saying, look, you're you're finally getting there and you're expecting some feeling to occur that's not going to happen. So then what's the point? Like if, if you can't feel better about your decisions doing the Dave Ramsey way and the only advantage Dave Ramsey claims to have is you will feel better about your decisions. What's the point of doing it Dave Ramsey's way? Oh, this is very confusing that I was just going to wake up and suddenly like, <laughs> I'm a good-looking guy. I feel great. That, 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 that resolution never comes. And so then you're in a, like, I, <laughs> you're in a position, brother, where you're going to start doing dumb stuff if you continue to chase feelings instead of just stay in the path, stay in the path, stay in the path. Because you're going to start yeah. seeking feeling. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And people rarely cheat on their spouse because of their spouse. They cheat on their spouse because it makes them feel alive again. Mm. They rarely go buy a new sports car because it's a great purchase, but it makes them feel alive for five seconds. And you're in danger of going down that road if you if you deviate from the path. That's why the path is so important, man, because it gives us something to lean on when we quote unquote don't feel right. It's why I map out my workout programs because I don't. I don't feel like it in the morning, right? But I've already got it written out. Man, stay on the path, stay on the path. From two old guys way older than you, bro, you are You're doing great. So good, man. Stay on the path. You're doing great. How often have you heard that over the years? Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, when you get to baby step four, it just slows down. That's it changes like from the adrenaline in, gone. It changes from intensity to life. That is great to intentional. And intentional is not nearly as exciting as intensity. Yeah. And so intentional is a is a marathon, intensity is a sprint. It changes everything. All right, that's the end of the video. To comment on the last bit there, I don't think that that's what he's referring to. I don't think he's referring to not having a feeling. I don't think he's referring to um, that he doesn't feel like he's on the right path. I think he knows he's on the right path. I think he just doesn't understand whether or not it's working. 
And that's the investing part. You know, the four, the 15%, he's referring to the 15%. So I would agree at the end there. And he's talking about if you're chasing a feeling, you're going down the wrong path. I think that's true. If you're looking for some kind of feeling, it's you're, you're going to be chasing that forever. Our bodies have an amazing ability to normalize our current existence. And then we believe that's the baseline. So if you up your car, it's exciting for a minute. And then that becomes the new normal, right? So it's like, you know, it's sort of like a drug addiction, like a dopamine addiction. Like you're just upping the new normal constantly and you're not going to get anywhere. You're not, I mean, you're just not going to improve. I think that what we're missing here and what he's missing here is first right now with the economy, the way that it is, if you're investing, you're not seeing a lot of gains. It's just like your net worth is not going up. So you put money in like this last year, our net worth went down compared to the amount of money that we put in to investments. So we've invested more this year and our overall net worth growth was lower than the amount that we invested. That's depressing, right? When you're like, all right, I'm going to put, you know, just for round numbers sake, I'm going to put a hundred thousand dollars into my investments. And then I get down to the end of the year and I sit down and do the net worth calculations. And I figured out my net worth grew $50,000 last year. Well, if I just kept that $100,000 in cash, I'd, you know, my net worth would have grown $100,000. So I get that right now. It's a bit depressing watching the economy doing what it's doing. It's not a fun time and it feels like it's not working. It feels like you're not doing the right thing, but you are. If you're diversifying properly, you're making sure you're making the best moves. You can talk to financial advisors. You can figure out the best ways to put your money right now. But if, if you have a solid, stable job that you can keep and you're investing a significant portion of your income, you will come out the other side of this just fine. Right. I know it doesn't feel like that, but you will. So don't stress too much about that part. The other half is that Dave Ramsey doesn't offer any kind of metrics for how stuff is working in his baby steps. And so we broke that down. We did an episode about baby steps a while back. And the first thing that we said was you have to figure out your net worth and then you have to keep tracking your net worth. That was our first baby step. And the reason is, is you have to understand and know where you're at and how you're progressing. Otherwise, what's the point? Like Dave's telling you, like, just put in 15%, just pay off your house. Like it's no longer a sprint. It's no longer intense. Now it's just intentionality. You're just living life and hopefully you come out to the best. Well, how much am I supposed to end with, Dave? Ah, uh, we're not going to tell you that. Okay, well, how do I know if I'm on the right track? Ah, uh, we're not going to tell you that. Like, how do I know if I'm doing the right stuff? Ah, we're not going to tell you that. We don't know the answer to those things. Well, I could tell you some of the answers to those things right now. It's real simple. Head over to wealthyidiots.com, check out our compound interest calculator, and put in the amount of money that you're investing, and then put in what you think you can withdraw at retirement. If you look at it, it recommends 4% retirement withdrawals. What that will tell you is what you're expected to make over the course of your investing. So if you have 30 years, and then it'll tell you how much you could withdraw every year after that without risking your entire portfolio. So you could just keep withdrawing money and retire off of that money. That's you know not always perfect, but it's a good starting indicator to figure out what you need. So if you put the numbers in that you're investing 15% of your income, and then at the end of the, the time period, you realize that you, the amount you can withdraw per year is $20,000, and that's not enough, well then you're not on the right track. But Dave wouldn't tell you that. So Randy, if you're listening, the first thing you gotta do is figure out your net worth. The second thing you gotta do is invest intensely and then wait for this recession to be over. I know that it sucks, but right now is the time where you're getting the best deals on all of your investments. You're coming in, you're coming in at the dip, at the sale point. 
right? It's exciting when you come in when everything's going up and you come in up here and it goes up a little bit more. That feels exciting. And right now everything's down here, but this is where real wealth is made. When it bounces back up, you're gonna be way up here from all the purchases you made down here. So don't fret too much. Have a little bit of patience and understand that we will all get through this and we'll come out wealthier on the other side. So if you like today's episode, if you're grateful and thankful for the wealthy idiots, like we're thankful for all of you, throw a like and subscribe. It's free for you. It helps us out tremendously. Check us out at wealthyidiots.com. I love you all and I'll see you guys next time.